Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Happy New Year. Can I just say uh, how thankful I am that you are interested in this topic of learning to think well, of learning to love God with your mind, and that you recognize how incredibly important it is to develop these skills. I'll tell you what, there have been so many things recently that I have heard that have got my brain churning. One being AI, artificial intelligence. In fact, I am going to do an episode this week with some thoughts on AI and how I think, who knows, but I think it might affect our lives and especially the lives of our children and why it's more important than ever to learn how to be a human being as a human being ought to be, which is where good thinking, where goodness, where truth all come into play. So I've got some exciting things that we are going to be diving into, and I'm really looking forward to sharing them with you guys. This leads me to the next thing I want to let you know about before we get into the fallacy for today. I've been talking for a while, kind of dropping little hints about creating a resource for you to be able to practice identifying and thinking through the fallacies for yourself or with your kids. Well, it's coming this month. I'm super excited to be bringing you a way to truly practice the skills of good thinking with other people, with other families who are also serious about seeking the truth. I will be bringing you real world examples and providing the means for good deep conversation to identify good and bad thinking and develop discernment and seek truth in a world filled with an ever-growing amount of lies and falsities. Um, I'm super excited that my 16-year-old daughter is also going to be helping me out with it. So for those of you who listen to the podcast with your kids, hopefully they'll enjoy the conversations too. Uh, with another conver- with another teenager already participating, which I think will be super cool. I will be putting out the info first to those who are on my email list. So if you're not already there, please sign up. Just go to filteritthroughbraincell.com forward slash contact and you can sign up for my email list and you'll get all the details when this launches. So it's going to be super cool. Also new for 2023 is some new branding, which I'm also super excited about. I think I've said that a million times this episode. And I'm working on a few ideas for merchandise. Yes. And of course, the first thing I'll be starting with is stickers because who doesn't love a good water bottle sticker? It'll be super fun. And I can't wait to share it with you guys. So stay tuned. A lot is coming. A lot is happening this year, which is I think it's going to be excellent. So, okay, let's dive into today's new fallacy. And this one is called glittering generalities. Glittering generalities is a type of logical fallacy that occurs when someone uses vague and emotionally charged language to make a claim without providing any concrete evidence or reasoning to support it. The idea behind glittering generalities is to appeal to people's feelings and values rather than their logic and their reasoning. Um, this phrase, glittering generalities, is used to describe any set of ideas or principles that are appealing but non-specific. Now, this fallacy is actually categorized as a form of propaganda and is sometimes also called glowing generalities. Now, it was interesting when I was researching this fallacy or this type of propaganda um, the, to learn the history of it. So the phrase originated during the mid-1800s during the fight to end slavery. 
um, here in the U.S., one of the arguments that those who were against slavery were using came straight from the Constitution. They were referencing all these phrases like, all men are created equal, and therefore they had natural rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These were part of their argument for why slavery should be abolished. Well, those who were against them and were arguing to keep slavery called those phrases from the Constitution, and I quote, glittering and sound general generalities. And they felt that the anti-slavery representatives were going to ruin the union. Interestingly, even President Abraham Lincoln used the phrase in, 1815, in an 1859 letter to Henry Pierce saying that those constitutional phrases weren't just glittering generalities, but instead they are definitions and axioms of free society. So even back in the 1800s during the fight to abolish slavery, People were starting to use these terms and there was a, a, a fight kind of going on and a conversation going on with one side saying, oh, those are just glittering generalities. And the other, saying, other side saying, no, they're not. They're truths. These are absolute truths on which we have to live in which we have to stand. So super interesting, at least to me, I think that kind of stuff is super interesting. Okay, so let me give you some examples of what the glittering generalities fallacy sounds like. Let's say that someone is trying to sell a product and they claim that it is the best or totally amazing. Okay, those are examples of glittering generalities because they don't provide any specific information about what's the product, what makes the product the best or amazing. They're just vague, emotionally charged words that are meant to appeal to people's feelings and emotions. In fact, Glittering generalities happens a lot in advertising. If you're on my email list, um, and hopefully you are, I have sent out to you today an email with some examples of different glittering generalities. And But here's a few. Like, I sent you some examples of what how they're used in advertising. But here's a few. Uh, so there was a Starbucks that had, or Starbucks had an ad that just showed a cup of coffee, and it had this saying, the best coffee for the best you. Hmm. Is it really the best coffee for me? What are they basing that on? How do I know? How do they know? <laughs> They're not actually giving me any information. They're just appealing to my desire to be the best me. Or how about Apple's marketing slogan, slogan think different? Mm, okay, well, it sounds good, but how does that help me decide whether buying an Apple computer is the best option for me? The reality is it doesn't. It doesn't help me. It, it was designed to appeal to people's desire to feel like they're different, to feel like they're an out-of-the-box kind of person. It wasn't actually saying anything about the computer itself or whether it's a good option for, for the consumer, for the person to buy. So the problem behind a glittering generality is that they're meant to create or to stir emotion and to make people feel either pleasant or unpleasant feelings without actually providing any reasoning to support their claim. They want you to get on board with whatever they're saying or whatever they're selling without questioning whether it's actually true or not or whether you actually need it or not. Okay, here's another example. During a political campaign, a candidate made the claim that their opponent was unpatriotic and did not love America. So these are examples of kind of the opposite of glittering generalities because they're vague. They're emotionally charged words that don't provide any specific information about what they mean by unpatriotic or not loving America. So the question to ask yourself if you're facing a glittering generality is this. Are there actually any merits to back up their claims? Let me say that again. Are there actually any merits or any arguments to back up their claim? 
Okay, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through a brain cell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.